Okay. Hey, Brent. So let's talk about yesterday, which um, for people who are listening later, because I think it's important to go back and pull out your charts and look all this over. This, um, May, May, 12th. May 12th. It'd be May 12th. Today's the 13th. So yesterday, May 12th, we're looking at just a fear spiral. Um, we've had how many trend days down in a row have we had at this point? Two or three? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So just a, a ridiculous mess of uh, just selling lately. And one of the things that we that we noticed during the COVID bottom was that oftentimes what you get is people start selling the best stuff at the end. So I've been I watched the market breath that as I look at issues up four percent versus issues down four percent, and that's just there's a million ways to do it. But that's basically that's a great tool. Yeah, it's a nice tool. I got that from Stockbee. So the Stockbee is a great place to go and pick up little tidbits like that. And you can get overwhelmed by message boards and other people's ideas, but if you can find something for you, it's a good place. And Pradeep, the guy who uh, runs it, is an awesome guy, super selfless and just really giving. So that's, that's been a good place to, to pick some stuff up. Anyways, um, so I've added that little thing to my trading. And that breath indicator, was the reason it was so important today was because it's been shit for the whole time down. But right away in the morning, what I noticed is that the breath was pretty positive. It was decent. There was more uh, issues up 4% than down. And then I noticed later in the day, we just got, we, we tried to go down in the morning, had a nasty sell-off, and then we rallied. And, and everyone assumed that was probably the bottom. And then it it failed and went all the way down and made new lows again. So I'm just kind of setting the stage right now. Then I'll hand it over to you here. But as we were going down to the lows, we were talking on the phone, and we noticed that the breath was still pretty positive, which was really rare versus what we've been seeing. But we noticed that the indexes are so dominated. Everyone knows this by Apple and Tesla and Microsoft and AMD and NVIDIA. And all those companies were really weak. But all the other companies I've been watching um, that are fairly relevant were strong, were stronger. So a yeah. lot of that stuff has been hit 80, 70, 80% already. So our, our thesis was this looks ugly as hell. But if Apple and Microsoft and these can just stop going down, we can take off. Because uh, there's all, all there's nothing else to hold the index down here, and right around, um, you know, with an hour, hour and a half to go, and you can talk about the timing because you really nailed the timing. Um, you started to see Apple make a new low and then come right back up after that, instead of a little consolidation. And the same thing with Microsoft, and you started to see a base form in Nvidia and AMD on like a one minute chart, and that's when you and I felt like, okay, we need to start getting long because I think this is over. Right. So the uh, the thing we kind of let into it is that uh, is that like the previous three days uh, or the previous two days had seen just massive selling into the close. Right. And so it was kind of like one of those things where like this market is so it's I think the Nasdaq was down 20 percent from its uh, highs from just the previous Thursday, which is a lot. So we're expecting there to possibly be a down move. Right. And then, or an up move. And I started off the day thinking like, hey, we're going to get this this big rally today. And I'm sure everybody else is looking for a rally, too. Um, and so we rallied right on the open. And I thought, all right, this is it. But then you you made a point uh, right around like nine o'clock. And like this seems seems really early and it doesn't seem like it should be that easy for everybody. And they might come back down and test test the uh, buyers down there in the uh later on this morning. And so we started moving down and I still wasn't fully convinced that that was actually going to happen. But we talking about the VWAP again, once, once the NASDAQ and the uh, S and P 
both kind of went below their VWAP. I was like, ah, I'm not sure about whether or not this buy is going to happen. <clears throat> right. Sure. And so then I think that was like maybe right like around 11. And so I said, I'm not, I'm not trading this. I'm going to sit and wait because it doesn't feel right. And then when we made, we made new lows, I was really like, ah, kind of a little bit, bit wary of it. But then I looked at my screen and you pointed out the breadth of the market. And I looked across my board and a lot of the stuff I was watching wasn't really that bearish, even though we were down a couple hundred points in the NASDAQ and down 70 points in the S&P. I thought, hmm. And so you and I started doing some digging and sure enough, it's Apple and Microsoft making new lows. And uh, but things like Amazon and a couple other big ones were they weren't making lows. They were just kind of chilling. Yep. Right. So that's what I said. So as far as timing, I said, I, I think if they really are going to have like a, a rally that has like a lot of legs, it should happen like late in the afternoon. It won't happen midday. A lot of times you see big rallies in the middle of the day. They don't tend to hold unless it's been an all day thing. Then that's so that's one of the key takeaways of this podcast is the timing. Uh, real money likes to come in in the morning or in the afternoon. And oftentimes in the middle of the day, it's just a shit show. It's right. Not every time, but it, it usually is. A lot of times those big, the big like one way moves, the, those tend to be in the first 90 minutes or the last 90 minutes of the day. It doesn't mean you don't get them in the middle of the day. It just means that like, the higher probability of being able to hold on to the trend, because that's what you're kind of doing will be in the first 90 minutes or the last 90 minutes. Exactly. So, so we combined, we combined a lot of different things here and we combined a lot of experience probably with looking at other big market uh, exhaustion points of knowing that the big quality stuff is usually the last stuff to be sold. We put the breath together by watching that. And then we looked at if it's going to work, it's going to probably work in the last hour and a half because people don't really come in in the middle of the day. And it's kind of a bunch of things swirled together to um, to put. And then there's, we've also been kicking ourselves a little bit today because <clears throat> we felt that it was probably a really good swing trade entry also because of so much, you know, so much destruction. Mm -hmm. And we, we kind of um, maybe got a little too big, a little too early and got bumped out of, uh, at least I did, some of those swing trades. Mm -hmm. And I, I had a good day trading uh, day yesterday on this, but I didn't take a lot home overnight. And that's something I want to I want to work on next time. And I'm, I'm not trying to pick a bottom. That's not what this is about. It's about understanding why it bottomed that day. And this is, this is a specific setup we're discussing. So um, it might seem like a bottom picking thing from the outside, but it's not. It's actually a very specific thing that evolved during the day. Right. And you're you're looking for uh, for large moves that are quick in mm -hmm. one direction. Yep. Right. And so if it's an up market, maybe you're looking for the downside. But this happens to be a down market right now. And so the up moves are going to be more violent exactly. and, and bigger. So that's, that's, why you're, that's what you're talking about. Yep, exactly. So, um, yeah, so the timing of the day is important. The, uh, the breath at key points uh, or the, the, the changing character of it is important. And then the, um, just watching those key stocks. And then we've seen this again and again in our career. Sometimes it's, it's interest rates that you need to watch. Um, which is taking a back seat a little bit now because they've kind of calmed down. Other times, uh, remember in 08, it was the Euro yen spread and the Aussie dollar, and it was uh, European financials. And right now, it's these big tech stocks that are kind of the, the, the destruction vehicles and, and having them kind of help us figure out when we're going to bottom. So it's, it's evolving with what is uh, important and timely, is that's I think having the context around that and having those things up really helps you during the day. 
Absolutely. Great. Um, all right. Talk to you later. All right, Brad. Okay. See you, Brad.